Welcome to Still Cool Sports. This is Liz. This is Remy. And we are back for another episode. We've yeah, we been going, never done one in a while, but NBA season started. Yeah, yeah. NBA season has started. Um, the World Series is happening. Uh, we're about halfway through the NFL season. I don't even know halfway, whatever. But yeah, we are back with basketball. There's there's so much to unpack here. I, I don't know where to start. Where do you want to I know, start? I, I'm going to start with the most recent news, the James Harden. Let's just go to James oh, Harden. Oh, yes, yes. That is where we should start. Like, Because I, I sent you that when I saw James Harden had finally been traded. We've been talking about this every episode, kind of been on the James Harden watch. There was all kinds of drama last week in Philadelphia. He called the owner, was it the owner of the team or the GM? He called someone a liar, What didn't show up to practices. Then he tried to travel with the team on their road trip, and he got asked Stop to leave the, the flight. You cannot join this flight. You are done. You are done. <laughs> we do not want you here. No, thank like, you. It, it, it's, it's we don't even want you on the bench. Stay, stay, stay in LA because you're old, like you know you're from LA, so stay here. Well, he wasn't. He was obviously in Philly because yeah. he tried well, to get on the. He's in Philly. <clears throat> you're not going anywhere until so, we trade you. They probably called his agent. They're like, "Do not let him go. He's going to get traded. He needs to stay where he is. We cannot take any risk or chance of him getting injured or hurt anywhere, or we need him out of here." He was out of it, like right away. It was over. It was done. <laughs> he wanted to go to the Clippers. Yeah, I don't uh, know why. Well, I mean, the Clippers are sort of like the 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 team of of head cases. I don't know. I don't know what you call let's, it. It's like that's that's the thing is, Clippers are where you trade superstars to not win because I'm sorry, they haven't won yet. So every superstar that's gone there is just lost. But anyways. But it's like aging superstars go to the Clippers. What I like about the, the, the Clipper team is like, now you got four players on that team that are from, from LA. It's kind of like what I want with Toronto. Like, get some Toronto, good Toronto players on your team. Let them play for their home city. Right? It would be... But, make, but they're playing make, for the Clippers. Like, they're, I don't know. I get it. I get it. But I think it's more about like... They just kind of want to live in LA. They're at the ends of their careers. They don't want to work too hard. They they're like, I'm gonna live in LA after I retire, so I might as well just be here. And as my dad was saying, he goes, I don't know how this is gonna work because you now have four ball dominant superstars on your team. Like you know what? Ball dominant, yes. I think Harden is the hardest piece, but if Harden comes off the bench, that will, that will make them dangerous. Because you can just come off the bench and fire up shots. You don't have to be, you don't have to, like, starters have the role of, like, setting the tone of the game. You don't have to. That's when I love James Harden. When they're in OKC and he came off the bench, when Russ and Katie started, that's when he was really good. Because you didn't have to play no defense, really. He played against... <laughs> We're playing against the second unit, so nobody's as good as you on those second units. You could have a field day, but I don't know. I don't think that team's going to be any different. Well, we'll see. Paul George and Kawhi 
normally don't play a lot of games. <laughs> this so, is true, right? How many so we'll, games are they actually going to yeah. play? So we'll we'll see how that how that experiment goes. You know, I I think Philly Philly got in this train. Nicholas Batum, Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, KJ Martin, and some draft picks. They got really good. They got really good. Well, they're good. They're good solid players. Nicholas Batum was off the bench players, off the bench defense first kind of guys. Nick Nurse's kind of guys. Oh, that okay. that played good sound defense. They'll make they'll they'll make them a lot more of a better team. We'll see tomorrow because the Raptors play them tomorrow. They'll make them a lot better of a team. Yeah, but that's a shitty trade. Yeah, like what the Clippers got. Oh. Sorry, no, yeah, the Sixers. What the Sixers took back from the Clippers to me is a shitty trade. Yeah, there's no superstar in that whole. Trade. I know. No, they they so were no, just. That is a trade of like, I just want to get rid of this person. I will take whatever you are willing to give me to to cover the contract or whatever. I do not care at this point. Just take this person. Like yeah. that's that's really all, all it like was. And I don't know, there was some commentary that the the Sixers kind of messed it up. Maybe they should have tried to get on in on the Drew Drew Holiday trade, or that they could have maybe gotten somebody better. They could have, except gotten... they let it go way too, way too far and long. They could have gotten so much players. They could have gotten star players. They could have been in the mix. Right, you're right. They could have been in the mix when Lillard got traded, and maybe picked up some pieces. There was so much. They could have really got into like a three-way field, grab players. Like there's so many players that were on the trading block that you could have traded with, us, but just got rid of them in the summer and not kept this drama going. So I don't think the Sixers, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that team could overcome how much of that drama because Joel Embiid is a drama king. So. Yeah, no, that's a lot of drama. That's a lot of drama. And as, like, again, other commentators were saying, there was no one putting, like, extinguishing the fire. They were just fuel to the fire, fuel to the fire, you know, building on each other. No one was, like, trying to lower the temperature of the situation until it got out of hand. And and, and so then they don't get fair. I mean, they get some decent players, I guess. But, you know, I guess they just didn't really care. Yeah, so you now you have to win with the team that you have. You didn't improve with the team. Exactly, exactly. You don't know how good these guys are going to be. You take a proven star, at least you know they're going to be a star. Right. Right, so. And, well, and, and when you look at what Boston did and Milwaukee did in the offseason and in their trades with the, the Lillard trade, they've both improved their teams. So now what's Philadelphia going to do in the East, right? Not only that, you have these other teams that are all hungry. It's going to be pretty competitive in the East. So we'll see, you know. I don't, the only I don't two that can come out of the East in the finals is Milwaukee. Milwaukee doesn't want to go to the finals. That trade is the was worst trade. Bust. Was a bust. We'll see. Right? We'll Giannis see. cannot get up on the podium and be like, oh, is it a failure? Is it a failure? I don't want to hear what you said last year. <laughs> That's a failure. 
have to. Right now, you know, and I, I don't think they're that good either. Might take a while for them to us to see. I think Boston is the strongest team. Probably. In, yeah. Out of out of East right now. But Miami's always dangerous because Jimmy Butler, man, knows how he just knows how to win when it's winning time. So they're always gonna be dangerous. Yeah. But I don't see any other dominant team in the East. I think it's just either Boston or Milwaukee. That's that's just the top. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. I I, the the Cavs play again tonight to play the Knicks. Cavs are having a rough start to their season, let's be real. So are the Raptors. I knew it was you. I mean, I, it's the the Cavs have injuries, or I don't know if it's injuries or very generous load management going on. I'm I have, I mean, in what not the second game they won the first game of the season, three games at home that they all lost, and they, you know, in the second game at home, no one play, Jared Allen has been out, and he's been out since September, so he's just started shooting around again. So he is legitimately, I guess, hurt. Darius Garland played in the first game, and then he's supposedly been out with a hamstring. Donovan Mitchell sat. Garland, Mitchell, and then Allen were out all and on the second game, of oh, the second home game, so the third game of the season. And then last night when they played the Knicks at home, Mitchell played, but Darius Garland sat. Karis LeVert was out. Jared Allen's not playing. Like, it's like, you know, and then they yeah, have. I mean, I've been seeing that around the league already. Like, a lot of, like, like groin injuries or just small tweaks or. Hamstring. I mean, like, hamstring what? Is, OG was out because he was had the severe muscle cramps. You're just like, wait a second. But I think a lot of it has to do with the training that these guys do in the offseason. doesn't give their body enough time to, to, to rest. I think that's a part of it. I also think they are testing the waters of this new. Well, you have to. I think. I think I they're think so. because now, because before it was never said like, so the teams didn't really know what they would get in trouble for, for load management or doing these things so they were less i think they were more hesitant to do it because the rules were not defined now the rules are defined so i think they're testing the waters of these rules of the player participation policy and so i think that's a little bit of what's going on because they're like okay now we have rules so now as long as we sit these players within the rules we're gonna do it and to be honest i don't mind that yeah. I don't mind if you play by the rules. Like, who's, yeah. who's going to be the smartest to tweak their team and get their star players enough rest to make it matter? And I think, and, I think uh, this is what the Cavs are doing. So Cavs, the last two seasons, at the beginning of the season, they started really strong. They had win streaks in the first eight games of the season, and they looked really good for the first half. And then by the end of the season, they were you could tell they were gassed. Yeah. So I think... What they're doing this year, to me, my guess is we've got these new players. We've got to work them in. We want to give certain players a lot of time. And some of these like players that are going to be coming off the bench, we want to play them a lot when we can. And we don't want our stars to be gassed come the end of March. So I think that's some of what they're maybe doing. I could be wrong. 
But as someone said, they were like, the Cavs just look like they're still playing preseason games. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody's a little bit slow at the gate. Some teams, right? Yeah. I so think the Cavs will be fine. I think the Cavs have earned themselves a slow start. Yeah. You know? We'll see. We'll see. I hope. What about the Raptors? The Raptors are, they won their first game too. And then. And then the growing pains. <laughs> I, listen, they didn't lose a game in the, in the preseason. And some was like, they look really good. And I was like, they look amazing, but let's see what happens after their first loss. Right? Because that's always hard on young teams. Yeah. They ain't just so good a couple of games. It wasn't like they were out of these games or blown out of these games. Yeah. They were winning these games. Again, it's the Friday who's the man at the end of the game. Are we still going to see Ackley? Still? Year nope. six or seven. But still, you should not. Still, he's a great player, but he's not a good shot creator. So why wouldn't you go to a better shot creator? Gary Sand Jr. One of these guys. Right? Anyways, I think that's the part for them. Who's supposed to shoot? Who will he supposed to feature? But even throughout the game, Scotty Barnes is on fire. You can go to him when it's Yakum. I really get people to hold hard the ball because they're not getting enough shots. It's all a lot. And it's a new coach with a new system. Oh, and it's, it's, it's going to take a while, but yeah. they don't look bad. You just can't score. That's the problem. They had, they're like, someone put out a stat. They have the second best defensive rating in the league so far and the second last offensive rate. Like, I don't know. They're not even in the middle, right? You're, one extreme to the next. They're going to have to figure out how, how to remedy that. To make or miss the league, so it's got to make more than you miss. Yeah. Easier said than done for them. That is. It is. You know, it's a lot like the Cavs in the same way. Make or miss. If they hit those shots. Oh, yeah. A couple of shots, they're, they're not losing by 25 points. No, no. So it's like, if you make a couple, main. Oh, it, when they played, the Cavs played OKC in their second game, and that game they they should have won. Okay, although OKC is looking oh, very good, they got those. But the Cavs should have beat them. They made a. It, it was a very close, and it was it was kind of a. I think, and I think, no, Garland played that game. Did he or did he not? Anyways, I can't remember now. <clears throat> but yeah, it was a. I like OKC does look very good. I think they're going to be a very tough team in the West. But at the same time, the Cavs should have beat them. And, but yeah. Oh, oh, your, your, your boy, what's his name? Shay. Shay. I can never say his name. You know what? Yogis Alexander. He's, it's the chim, but it's Chet. And oh, it's yeah. like, it's like this guy that like we never seen Chet play. Yeah. And he's like shorter than Wimbenyama. But so, but he's still tall. He's, he's still the huge. Okay, we, so we'll talk about this, but then we got to talk about Wembeyama. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the next thing we have to talk about before we talk about some other things. So, yeah, Wembeyama. I mean, Chet is, but he doesn't look the way Wembeyama looks. Like when I was watching the highlights. Well, listen. Because I didn't stay up late enough to watch the Sun Spurs game last night. So, 
I watched this game last night. Okay. Shaq said the same thing that I said. He's like, why are we so caught up on this guy, Liliana, when Bol Bol is right there? It's the exact same player. They are the exact same. I think Bol Bol's a little shorter than him, but they do the exact same thing. They're very tall. They can dribble the ball and shoot threes. They, it's, it, watching them play each other, you're just like, okay, not every team needs to go get one of these tall, tall guys that can dribble the ball. Like, that's the evolution right there. Is that, is that what's going to happen? Every team is going to have this, like, seven foot five. The Raptors have one. He's on their 905. Who? You remember Thorn Maker? Maybe. He's playing the, the Bucks. Okay. His, his cousin, Maker Maker, is on the Raptors. His name is crazy. I know. Like, when I, I'm like, that's my name. But then I, I look and I, I know why it's like that. They take the name of the last name, the name of their father and the last name of their family. And it's, it's, yeah, it's okay. just that. But he, I think he's like seven, three or seven, four point guard. He was, he was the top five look great, right? And he was top five look great in 2019. And, oh, sorry. Yeah, 2019. Because in 2020, the thing that happened with George Floyd, he declined to go to all D1 schools and went to go play at Howard. So that's oh, why nobody yeah. heard of him. Okay. He was undrafted. So the Raptors had him, and they, now he's with their 905. And they, so they have one. They're going to develop their own. Cause that's what's going to happen. Every team is going to be like, we need a guy that's over seven feet that could dribble the ball. Just so he could guard the other guy on the other team yeah. that is that yeah, can dribble yeah. the ball. Because so awesome. what I was watching, because I guess I've never watched Bull Bull that much, but when Bayama, like, he's just, he's, he, like, his, he, his arms, like, he just. Yeah, his I, arms I, are scary. It's when like. That, like, that defensive thing that he's doing, you're like, yeah. this guy. And he he's, just, he, away, like, literally, he just takes the ball and puts it into the basket. Like, he doesn't have to, like, jump, really. When I was over at my friend's house, and they have a little kid's basketball hoop for their little, their toddler, mm -hmm. who, you know, barely can kind of, like, lift up and, and put the ball over into it himself, you know, just, like, stick it in. I feel like that's what Wembeyama was doing on a real basketball card. He's just, like, reaching up and just, like, Popping yeah. it in. Like, yeah. like it, it's, it's, it's not even real. It doesn't even feel real. It doesn't like, like you know, and yeah. to his credit, he's got great skill yeah. for somebody that height. Oh, like yeah. it's actually amazing seeing him on the court, like jumping yeah. through his leg. I'm like, wow, like this guy is really, but it's, it's, it, it looks, so I've never, I never thought, you know, like you see players like Shaq, right? And Shaq was, Shaq said the year he won finals MVP, hmm. he played at 410 pounds. Really? He was that heavy? Yeah. He was that heavy, but it, it's so much muscle. Right. But what makes it, what, what amazes me about when, when, you, when I heard that, what amazes me about it is that, yeah, you played at that size. You were so dominant. And, and when you watch highlights of that year, 
guys are bouncing off like they're they're trying to foul him and they're flying off. He, he, right, and you're wondering like, how is he so strong? No, he's wondering to the That's like a he's, truck hitting you. That's a truck hitting you. And imagine you have the guardian and he's hitting you all game. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That's un- unpleasant. What if he like falls on you? You know what I mean? What if he loses? I'd be terrified. I was like, this man's gonna fall on me. And- or if he punches you. 410 pounds, that G-force of that punch. Or just that like, el- so, he elbows you the wrong way. Oh, God. So for me, that, that alone it was like a crazy evolution of the game, right? Right. And then you had it go to where, you know, it's been in the me- mediocre parts. Not mediocre, but the game, people even out. So they got as, they got as big as him. You know, they got bigger. Centers, so they got as big well, as they, they also started shooting threes more. So you yeah. got the step curries who were like, I'm not even gonna yeah. go to the basket because I'm not yeah. trying to get my right. ass kicked by a 400 pound man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get really good at shooting out here and yeah. shooting really quickly. And the physical part of the game was gone, right? A little bit because the rules changed, right? And yeah, yeah. like it, now it's the three point game. Now everybody's like, listen, these. Athletes are getting better at closing off with a three-pointer. Meet taller guys to shoot them. And now here they come. Tall, tall guys to shoot these threes. How do you how are you gonna block that? Like how do you block you can't. 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 You, can't. you just have to you basically have to keep try to keep the ball out of his hands. Oh I yeah. No, no. They're gonna win championships soon though. I don't, I mean, but, you know, there was this also discussion last night of when they were talking about Wembeyama about saying that the Spurs are still not going to be that good this year. They, so they won against the Suns, but the night before they lost by like 30, 40 points. Start. So yeah, word on the street is the Spurs are not going to be that good this year, even with Wembeyama. And there was just a lot of debate about how long is it going to take you know, a young player like that to really find their feet in the NBA and and really start making an impact. And it certainly won't be this, you know, this year. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But no, no, they're not winning this year for sure. Teams are a little bit deeper than them, especially because you need more when they start surrounding him with a little bit more veterans on that team. Right. That's when it will get a little bit tougher. So that's that's another thing. Well, if you're a team looking to unload a player, you could unload into the Spurs and take some young assets from them and give them a veteran piece. Give it, James Harden should have gone to the Spurs. Is that what you're saying? Or if Toronto's looking, where are they looking to put Pascal? Send Pascal down to the Spurs. Well, you got to, they're not going to be able to re sign OG and Pascal. And Trump and Precious Achua. And who would you rather have? OG, for sure, first off. Yeah. OG, OG is, is OG coming up to his free agency, though? Yeah, all, 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 all four of them. They're all going to, they're all, all of them are free agents at the end of the season. Raptors oh. didn't extend anybody, except they only picked up the option for Barnes. That's it. Well, I, mean, else? I see that when you're getting a new coach and you're probably yeah. like, I'm not going to extend you until we kind of figure our shit out. But I don't know. I would have maybe extended at least OG, but I don't know. No, but the thing is, it, I, I think two things. One, 
he says he wants a bigger role as a bigger offensive player. Mm. If he doesn't come into that role, you're going to get him on the cheap. Right? Same way Gary Trent Jr. is on coming off the bench. You get these guys a little bit cheaper. And they like to play here. It's not that you don't want to be here. It's just about the money. Right. I think the person that is obviously the odd person out, unfortunately, is Siakam, which is their... I mean, which is there? Which is there? I mean, he's not. Listen, he's not a. He's a. He's a good guy on any team. Yeah. I think you just give the keys to Scotty Barnes. Yeah. He's your. He's your better upside player. Yeah. So, don't keep hesitating with keep them around to see if they can play together, because Scotty's always going to defer to Siakam because he's a veteran and he's a champion. So. That's my personal opinion. People think they, I think they, I think they're fine, but I think it, you got to think what assets you're going to get back and think a little bit long term, and maybe it's just a good idea to give him, like, hey Pascal, like you got to pass the ball over to Scotty. <laughs> you got to pass the ball to Scotty. It's it's early. It's early in the season. I wanted to talk about the in-season tournament, these courts, the the floors. Yeah. So they are having these very brightly colored floors for all the in-season tournament games so that when you're watching on TV, you know you're watching an in-season tournament game versus just a regular Tuesday night game in Cleveland, for example. So. They have these these different floors. Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> some people think they're cool. Some people think they're ugly. I, okay. Here's I, pick a side. Pick a side. I don't know. So when I seen the picture on Instagram, right? Yes. The one that you sent me. Yes. I was like, this looks really stupid. Yeah. I've seen the Denver Nuggets had actually a live rendition of it. Like they had like a live court of it. Okay, okay. And I looked and I'm like, oh, okay, it's not as dolled out the colors as it looked. Like it like it was bright, but it looked like very pastel bright colors. Like they weren't thing. Okay. It actually looks like the jerseys. It's a little bit more like the jerseys. Okay, so this color. is my thing though. I mean, and, and we talked about this, but are they then what jerseys are they going to wear that the jersey's not going to blend in with the court? I feel like that's what I, feel they, like. I yeah, I, I, yeah, I kind of feel like they might like, who knows? They, maybe they have playing jerseys. Maybe they do. I don't right? they think don't, they won't I mean, unveil that. They'll have to unveil them because, or, yeah. or it might be their, 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 their city jerseys. That yeah. That's what you were saying. Maybe the yeah, city might be those, or they might get to pick retro a retro jersey from the team. They'll be off, totally off the color of the court. Of the court but yeah, I mean the rap. So excuse me, I don't know, but I'm actually excited for it. You're excited for it. I mean, I'm I'm interested to see what they will actually look like. I was like, like you said, I think if they're a little dulled, they might be okay, and then. Is it like I'm curious, curious to see how the jerseys look on it, what it's like to play on that kind of floor? Like, is playing on that kind of floor distracting? Like, I don't know. It's I'm 
Like the Cavs one is actually, I think, one of the better ones because it just looks more like a real basketball floor because it's kind of a tannish color. So that one, I was like, I think that's one of the just better ones. The Raptors is like all black, which I'm like. We have OVO court, so. Yeah, you have the OVO court. I mean, are the Raptors just going to change their the colors to the OVO? I mean, should you just go all the way and just. No, I was saying, I, I think next year they're going to do a whole revamp of the jersey. Because it's, it's a, it's a thir- I think it's 30 years. Oh, okay. So I think they're going to do a whole revamp of the jersey. If they can, like, change the yeah, culture. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I, I would say, is it just going to become, like, the OVO? No, it, it can't. It has to be. It has. They won't. There's a canvas so red, white, and blue in terms of, like, either if you're a Toronto team, you're blue and white. That's what I thought they should be like the Leafs, blue and white, right. instead of a red dinosaur business. But the you dinosaur wanted a was... blue dinosaur. I didn't want any dinosaur. Oh, but the dinosaur is so cute. No, he's he's cool now. He's cool now. Yeah, those retro yeah. dinosaur jerseys are cool. Yeah, but before Don't you have one, I feel like I've seen you in one. I definitely have more than one. <laughs> I was like, don't you have one of those retro dinosaur jerseys? I mean, when does this in-season tournament start? I I I I forget. I was wondering that myself. Sometime this month soon. Uh, I'm gonna I'm taking a look. Okay, let's see. Here we go. Rules and it starts on Friday. Starts on Friday? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh wow! Okay. So on Friday, because the games are kind of like spread out. Yeah, because it's it's just regular season games. Right. So it's just gonna be like it's not gonna change anything. It's just the court's gonna be different, and it's like a round robin. It's gonna be interesting. Like if you're a team that like like the Cavs. Yeah. What if you just go on a run right now? You just get hot. And well, this is what I'm wondering if, if the other thing is that they're kind of done a little bit of this load management because they want to kind of like have people back for the in-season tournament and healthy and be like, okay, let Garland sit and then have him play these in-season tournament games. Let Eric, Jared Allen just get a totally 100% and then have him come back and play. I don't, yeah, it could be. It could be some – some. so, so you, you take some players and you – Top heavy their load management. They take some in the bottom bottom there's right. So yeah, your top heavy was Garland and Jared Allen. Yeah, and then later on in the middle of the season, going into later, maybe you give more of those to um, Donovan Mitchell and so and somebody else. Yeah, I'm trying so, to find the actual a, schedule of the games. I went on to A. They're they're Group A in the East. I'm going to NBA.com. That's why I'm on it. And I'm not of schedule, schedule, schedule. No data available. What? It's causing me. Oh, it's Friday. The Pacers and the Cavs. The Cavs just lost to the Pacers, too. See? That's a good game. Mm -hmm. I can't believe this thing starts already. Wow. And then Knicks and Bucks. Yeah, this is amazing. I'm like excited to see like how this pans out. <laughs> you are? 
Yeah. I like that. It, I like that it's it, the games count, so that like you can't take them off. You need the you need the wins, right? Yeah. So I like that. Yeah, we'll see. You know, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. I mean, we will have to after it gets started, we'll have to do another episode, come back and talk about it, and see how it does. See which teams, I, you know, who who wants to win the in season tournament, like. Like, and, and it's hard to say even who's going to do well, because this is such a new format. And then, like you said, it's, it's, a team it's, can it's just go it's, on a roll. It's when start- it gets to like the semifinals and stuff, even if you don't like it as a competitive sports person, you're in a tournament, you're going to up the ante, you're going to see it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I just wonder like, who's you know, like the Cavs up play on Friday, they play the Pacers. Well, they just played the Pacers and they lost, but granted when they played the Pacers, like nobody played in that game, which is kind of interesting. So now I'm wondering, was this a strategy? Because when they played the Pacers, Garland didn't play. I don't think Mitchell played. Jared Allen didn't play. They just sat. So what, like, I, I don't know. Like now, now I have lots of questions. I have lots of questions. We'll see. I think it's going to be. Gonna are they be are they trying to throw throw them off a little bit? Get a little sneaky in there. Maybe. <laughs> Why not? Like this is all about the strategy of the season. Like now we have yeah rules about certain things. You got to be good at strategies about like how to. Well, your things. games, your your over this course of the season strategy of how how you're going to play, what games you know, how you're going to get to over 50 wins or how many ever wins you want to make it into the playoffs, essentially. Um, you know, that's what you're doing. Well, who are the Raptors? When is their first in-season tournament game? Great question. Let me see. We're going to play some team that, that that's probably playing Boston. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. That's that's. No. Let me see where we are. What do I see? The Raptors. <laughs> we do play Boston first. <laughs> Close you. I, I feel like Boston got got the easy the easy group. I'm so I'm, I I really want Boston to do a lot this season. Like I, I like the team. I like Porzingis. You know, I wish you know, this. I, I, I like. I do like. This is my. I like certain Boston players. I like Jalen Brown. I like Drew. I like Drew Holiday. Now that I guess he's on Boston now, I just it's Boston. Uh, uh. Like I would like that team in any other city. City, yes. Almost any, maybe not Philly, maybe don't Philly kind of, but any any other, just any other city, I would take them, but not in Boston. It is what it is. So anything else, you know, we will be back. We'll do another. We're gonna do another. We gotta talk about this in season tournament. You definitely Um, have to do. When is the so is it Friday and Saturday? Or is it all weekend? Let me see the first games. Well, there's Friday games and then 
They're kind of spread out. Friday, there's seven games. And then there's Tuesday games. Okay, so let's do maybe do maybe each other. Let's get the first seven, because because teams some teams don't play in the first week of it. Right. It's yeah. This is gonna be very interesting how this goes. So we'll we'll be back next week to talk about this. Also, we should have a World Series. We didn't talk about the World Series. I turned it on last night, and the Rangers were killing the Diamondbacks. I'm so angry about this World Series because the Blue Jays traded away two future stars. They went to Arizona. And they're in the World Series. And the team that they're playing against, the Blue Jays lost in, in the first round. So this is not my World Series. This is, I hate both of those teams. I don't hate the I don't hate the Diamondbacks. I mean, I have no no affinity. I am neutral. I am neutral on it. And we will we'll come back next week. We'll talk about the NFL. That's a whole nother level of drama happening. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Let's give the NFL a we'll, maybe we'll, we need we'll to give the NFL time. an episode. At some point, <laughs> at some point, we'll talk about how the season is going. I'm uh, um, I, I haven't really been watching a lot of football. That's the problem. You haven't? I I, no. ha- I have been watching a little bit more. I you know I get sucked in, and because I I I like watching football. It's I, I I don't know. I have a very I have conflicted feelings about it for many reasons, but I do like watching it. But there's just there's been I mean there's always a lot of injuries. And Kirk Cousins, another quarterback, tore his ACL. So we're just using quarterbacks like crazy, but won't give Kaepernick a job. That's not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are. Look, I mean, the cat, the the Browns are playing with a backup quarterback like Deshaun Watson. Whatever, we don't even know what's wrong with him, but he is not playing. So yeah, yeah, you're exactly your point is is correct. But we will be back hopefully next week talking about this in-season tournament and all of that. And yeah, we will see you next time. Follow us, like, follow our podcast, subscribe to the Substack, all of that. Bye.